Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today we have with us Julie Cortez, freelance rock star. Welcome, Julie. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about life as a freelance rock star. You know, my uh, my career path has had all sorts of twists and turns that I had to rebrand a few years ago. I uh, I started off as an advertising copywriter, and I'm still doing that to this day, but 20 some odd years later, I found myself also teaching, speaking, and coaching all things freelancing. So hence the rebrand as the freelance rock star. Well, I also started my career as an advertising copywriter, and um, I also have pivoted quite a few times in my career, but it's those are good skills to have, copywriting skills. Yeah, that's fun. I didn't know you did that. Yes, fun fact. <laughs> now, uh, tell us about your life. So by day, you're a copywriter, and then in the evening, you're helping entrepreneurs kind of live a freelance lifestyle? Uh, well, yes and no. So that's my shtick. That's what I tell people. <laughs> Copywriter by day, freelance rock star by night, uh, just because it sounds good. Right. But honestly, I weave it all really during normal business hours. And uh, yeah, I, I still have my copywriting business going because I like to have my toe still dipped into the water of freelancing because those are the people that I'm helping through coaching and teaching and speaking. Uh, so just a few years ago, I started the pivot when... You know, I, I noticed, I guess I should back up. I noticed early in my career that there was this void for freelancers, for those who are self-employed in advertising and marketing. It was, it was a void in education, a void in community, and a void even in respect for the self-employed. And looking back, apparently I made it my life's personal mission to rectify that. And I opened up a professional organization called the Freelance Exchange, which is here in Kansas City. And um, from that, all of these opportunities just came my way, you know, for speaking gigs and, and whatnot. And, and it finally dawned on me as I'm going around from classroom to classroom, giving a one hour presentation to the different colleges and universities here in Kansas City. I was like, there's there's a huge gap here. <laughs> so many of us went to school to learn our craft, whether it was writing or design or photography. And we didn't take business classes because they either weren't required or we didn't think we would ever need them. And lo and behold, we get out on our own, whether by choice or by default. And we may know our craft really well, but we don't know how to run a business. And while there are scores of resources out there to educate yourself, there's not much that you can find that caters specifically to the creative mind. And I understand that I am one of those people. And, uh, and so that's kind of where I, I started and I created my own class uh, teaching freelancing 101 at the Kansas City Art Institute, started coaching my professional peers when they were interested in taking my class. And, and now, uh, 
speaking on stages, you know, from anywhere locally to internationally now, just kind of preaching my message far and wide as, as much as I can. Now, um, so your freelance exchange is primarily for the advertising marketing slash media world, right? Like it's for the creatives in advertising and marketing primarily? Yes. So we wanted to be super niche specific, you know, because people come to our website looking for talent. And so we wanted to have that be niche specific and then as well as our programming. And, and that's the way that we found to do that. So that includes creative types, such as the writers, designers, photographers, but also just anyone in the industry, you know, media buyers and sellers, um, account reps, new business development people, web developers, they're, they're all part of the organization. Now, um, when you kind of made that pivot and saw that there was a lack of community um, for the freelancers specifically and in advertising even more specifically, was that, um, is that because you're kind of a people person? Like you're that kind of, you were the person that organized people prior to that? Or was this kind of uh, out of your comfort zone? That's an excellent question. Nobody's asked me that before. I am definitely a people person. When I was in school, I had an elements of advertising professor who actually said to the entire class, he said something that really stuck with me. He said, if you want to get ahead in advertising, you've got to get involved. And I took that to heart. And immediately I jumped on some boards and committees there in school. And then once I got out of school, I immediately jumped on uh, the board for the advertising club of Kansas City. They have a, a younger chapter called Ad Two, and uh, worked my way up, served as president for that. And that's when I started looking around. Once my term was over, I was looking at the Ad Club. I was looking at AIGA and any of the other industry-specific organizations, and I noticed that not only were there no, no organizations, at least locally, specifically for freelancers, but there was no programming. For freelancers, there were no discounted rates for freelancers, and we all know we could use those. Um, and so I just kind of set out to do something about it, quite honestly. And uh, and that's where that came from. I I was kind of a networking queen at the time, and so I opened up my Rolodex. Yes, the old physical Rolodex, and uh, and I emailed probably fifty people in January of two thousand three, and I had twenty show up for lunch. And we just all started brainstorming. What can we do about this? And we came up with, you know, education and social opportunities, promotional opportunities, networking, et cetera, et cetera. And, and the idea just kind of grew organically. Uh, and, and I was like, okay, this is great. I can't do it all on my own. We've, we've got to do something about this. And within six months, we had a board. Uh, we were officially... Uh, set up as a 501c6 and we were starting to collect membership just within six months and and we had 100 members you know like our first the very first month we were in i don't want to say in business because we're not for profit but the very first month we were up and running and um the uh, the organization has grown into just this beautiful community this collective of like-minded individuals who have the same struggles yet come together for support and mentorship and uh, today we have over 175 members and we continue to grow as more and more people, um, especially now after COVID, um, are looking to live the freelance lifestyle. Now, do you find that um, the attitude has changed towards the freelancer? Because I remember when I started my career, freelance and unemployed were kind of synonyms. 
that just meant that you were laid off or that you did you were between jobs. So you were like, I'm freelance, and then then it pivoted to I'm a consultant. So like yeah. you know, it's changed. the 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 meaning might the reality might be the same, but the the words might have changed over the years. Do you think that freelance and like kind of freelance as a career is more and more of an option and a and a path that people are feeling comfortable pursuing? I do. Uh, and, and I'm in the same boat. When I started freelancing, I, I heard the same things. And, you know, there, there is some truth to that for some people, but not for all. You know, many people after maybe after looking for a job for so long, just kind of threw up their hands and they're like, screw it, I'm going to go do my own thing. And, and then they take off on this beautiful career path um, and end up making more money uh, and being happier than they would have working at a traditional advertising job. I think there's still some stigma to the term or to the lifestyle if you, particularly if you ask somebody who's never done it before, <laughs> somebody who works full-time on the ad agency side, for example, um, a lot of those people tend to still have their noses in the air um, about the term. And, and there are even some in, in my own community, you know, they may even be members of the freelance exchange, but, oh, I don't call myself a freelancer. I'm a consultant. I'm an agency. And I'm like, whatever it is, it's it still, it is what it is. Right. It quacks um, like a duck. You know. Yeah, <laughs> call it whatever you want, uh, but but we're all in the same boat here. So, um, so yes and no. I feel like there's still some stigma to it, depend on who you ask. But I also feel like, uh, in and of itself, it's just kind of grown into this workforce that that many people are like, yes, I want to go do that. I want to see if I can make it on my own, and if I can figure out things like health insurance, uh, then why not? Why not go do that and, and you know, be my own boss and, and have all the freedoms that come with the territory. Right. And, and I counsel some folks, uh, young people, especially about this lifestyle. And it's a lot of them is like, I'm going to be my own boss and make the rules and, you know, play, have my own flexibility, my own kind of ways that I want to go about doing this. And then I, I like to let them know that you're trading one boss for lots of bosses. Now every client's your boss. <laughs> You know, sure. it's your, it might be your agency or it might be your practice, but ultimately now every client is your boss. Whereas before you had a boss at the agency, uh, that you, you know, you were serving multiple clients, but you only had one boss at the agency. But you know what the great thing about that is, is if you have a, a pain in the butt client, there's nothing that says that you can't fire. That's them. right. You can fire them. That, that, and that's another lesson that I, I tell people. And that's, to me, the most important one at my age is that you get to curate your client list. This is on you. You're picking them as much as they're picking you. 100%. Agreed. And that level of freedom is priceless to me. Yeah, you know, there, there's so much freedom that comes with the territory, you know, you get to set your own hours, you get to work from wherever you want on whatever you want with whomever you want, you get to choose what you wear. There, there's so many benefits to it. Now, of course, there are cons as well, like, you know, I mentioned the health insurance or um, no retirement, um, no guaranteed paycheck. And, and I think just for the individual, you just kind of have to weigh the pros and cons and see what works best for you. Right. I mean, there's always trade-offs in life. I mean, that is in any mm -hmm. job. It doesn't matter. Now, in your work with uh, the freelancers, is part of the benefits of being part of the exchange um, the opportunity to um, get business? Or is this more of a support, uh, you know, mentoring, teaching, education kind of organization? Or is it a place where 
some of the either companies in town or the agencies like find talent and hire them? So it's both. Uh, so when I started the organization, the idea was primarily for education and support, yada, yada. But, uh, you know, we have grown into being like the destination to find talent in Kansas City. So area ad agencies, design shops, corporations, small businesses, they all come to us looking for talent. Now, we are not like a paid headhunter. We are not a paid platform like uh, Fiverr or Upwork. We tend to keep our hands out of it and keep the costs down. Uh, it's free. You can go to our website. You can say, I need a graphic designer. And you can do that search and find the talent in our organization. You can go on our website, look at their portfolios. You can read their resumes or their bios. And then once a year in non-pandemic times, person event, that we call the portfolio showcase. And that's where we invite the local businesses and community to come out and meet us because there's so much to be said for meeting the personality behind the talent. You may, you know, be referred to somebody by your best friend, your best friend swears by this person, but even if you look at their portfolio and they've got a strong portfolio, if you go meet the person and you guys just don't jive, it's not going to be a good working relationship. So we try and encourage that as much as possible, possible, meet the individual behind the work, make sure you look at the portfolio ahead of time, um, you know, to ensure it's a win-win situation. But, but to answer your question, yes, we're, we are both, <laughs> quite honestly, we cater both to the freelancers with uh, continuing education, networking and support, uh, and then also uh, the local community by providing this free and easy to use resource for them to find talent that they need. Now at this stage in your career, um, does the writing, uh, kind of light you up as much as serving with this community and helping support and grow this community? Cause you, you seem pretty fired up about the freelance exchange. You hit the nail on the head. Yes. Um, I, I do enjoy copywriting. And like I said, you know, I, I have been doing it for quite some time, but, but quite honestly, I, I take a step back and I, I look and there are so many talented copywriters out there. Like, when I'm doing that, I'm not doing anything unique or novel or helpful really to anybody besides selling widgets. And, uh, and then I go and I look at, you know, the impact that uh, myself and the organization has had, you know, and being able to help others and helping them succeed. And that's really what lights a fire underneath me. That's really where my passion lies. And, and I'm very fortunate that I have been able to figure out a way to monetize that in my business so I can bring more joy to my work and then also help spread my message and help help other people succeed in freelancing as well. So now let's give some advice for young folks out there. Um, you were able to build a community. You were able to um, kind of, it started out organically in your own career. You volunteered places and you took leadership positions um, with, I would imagine those are other nonprofits, but they were in the community and they were in the niche that was your business. So then it was, it was, it wasn't totally altruistic, but it was self-serving, but, but it was giving back to what was serving you. So um, there's no shame in that at all. Uh, but how important is that for a young person to really kind of embrace kind of leaning into these volunteer opportunities, not just joining organizations because it looks good 
and that's what I should be doing. But to really kind of lean in and take a leadership position, volunteer for positions and work and, and build a community, be part of a community uh, in order to help themselves, but more importantly, to um, have an impact in their community. Well, I'm a little biased when it comes to this. I, I feel like it's extremely important. And and I understand not everybody is cut out for volunteering. Not everybody is extroverted and that's okay. There are still things that you can do behind the scenes, you know, to help your community. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I took that professor's advice to heart about getting involved. And, and it was for me, you know, I, when I started looking around and I started noticing this gap or this void um, in my industry, in this particular workforce, I, I'm just the kind of person where I don't sit back and watch things happen. I go and make things happen and, you know, figuring things out along the way, say yes and figure it out later. Right. And, uh, and it's worked beautifully. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you put good energy out into the universe, you're going to get good energy in return. And that has come back to me, you know, tenfold. It, it wasn't that I started volunteering to get work. It was truly to give back. And as as a result, it's been this beautiful bonus. You know, it's like people know who I am. People know my name. And, and I've become an expert in something that I didn't set out to become an expert in. But, but I have, um, you know, I, the go-to resource or the go-to authority in town on all things freelancing. And it's done wonders for my business, um, not just for the, the rock star part of things, but for the copywriting side of things too. Like people will refer me just because they know of my volunteer work and my leadership roles uh, and giving back to the community, quite honestly. So if I had any advice for, for a young person, I would say, absolutely make it a mission to get involved. Uh, don't just join organizations, become an active member, serve on committees. And if you feel so inclined, then definitely yes, volunteer and serve on a board, hone your leadership skills and, and do what you can to help us out as a whole. So what do you need more of? How can we help you? You know, I, I guess just help me spreading the message. I, you know, it, freelancing is not a, a bad word. <laughs> you, know? you, you can do it. You can be successful. And, uh, you know, if anybody needs help, I am, I am happy to be of assistance here. And um, what is the website to get a hold of you, whether it's you in your copywriting or you as part of the freelance exchange? Well, my business is Julie Cortez Freelance Rockstar. You can go to my website as at uh, juliecortez.com. And that's Cortez with an S at the end, as in Sam. And if you are interested in the freelance exchange, uh, let me give you the shorter moniker. It's fxofkc.com. And that will redirect to kcfreelanceexchange.com. We are toying with the idea of taking this concept national. So if you are listening in from another city, by all means, uh, please let me know. I would love to talk with you. Good stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success, Julie. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Yeah.